Good evening, dear listener. It is a blessed Sunday evening again, and there is no other place your radio dial should be on except on City 97.3 FM. And the program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred Mark Davis. Just gone by is the Rohi Church Reverend Emmanuel Merfel, uh, blessing our hearts with very, very uh, insightful uh, teachings and exposition into God's Word. I just want to encourage you to get your family together and if it were possible get your bibles as well you could be doing some references to the scriptures we'll be mentioning here and the expositions that will come via it and the council that would also be coming. Uh, the shortest pencil is more um, dependable than the biggest brain, they say. Well, um, last week we started, in fact, last two weeks we started looking at the phenomenon of disappointments and all the other things that comes with it. Today we are going to try as much as possible to zero in on the kind of disappointments that comes with relationships and once we are talking about relationships i'm sure you're aware that we have a lot of them there are relationships across family lines blood relations uh, relationships that will lead to marriage relationships that uh, allows us to behave or to operate on the civil level, on the uh, in our in the civil service, on, on almost all fronts, we'll try and look at all the things that comes with it. And this evening, I'm excited to have very dependable and uh, people who have information to share with us. I'll be back shortly, and when I do, uh, we'll be able to begin the conversation. But let me also let you know that uh, just as it has always been, you can come through with your contributions and as my producer says we're going to open the phone lines this time around very very quickly and uh, would have you do your input and also come via whatsapp line 054 I'll mention it again the whatsapp line you can be sending your comments or questions or contributions via is 054-998-6996. I'd also like you to know that today we are Facebook Live on www.facebook.com forward slash city973. And city is spelled C-I-T-I. I'll take it again, www.facebook.com forward slash city973. 973. Well, I'll be back shortly, and when I do, I'll introduce my studio guest and we'll go into the conversation. The disappointment that comes or we encounter in relationships. Reverend Fred McDavis is my name, and the program is Bible Answer Man. I'll be back shortly. If you have some questions in the corners of your mind and traces of discouragement. She cannot find Reflections of your past Seem to face you every day But this one thing I do know That Jesus is the way Jesus is the answer For the world 
you cannot climb I know your skies are dark You think the sun won't shine In case you don't know But the word of God is true Well, you're welcome back and straight away we'll be going into the discussion um this evening i am excited and blessed at the same time to have um our uh, let me say registered uh, panelist uh, reverend Cephas uh, hewood amate here good evening sir and you're welcome thanks good evening to everybody it's an it's a it's, it's a pleasure to have you here um, right. how has your sunday been well quiet Book on Bangu won a match finally outside the country, we'll so I'm happy about, about that. that yeah, so happy for the boy. <laughs> yeah, and this evening for the yeah. first time, and quite honored to have him. He is a senior lecturer at Trinity Theological Seminary, and also a district pastor with the EP Church Adenta. Who am I talking about, Reverend Doctor Setri Nyomi? Good evening, Reverend Doctor. Good evening, and good evening to your cherished listeners. Thank you very much. You're welcome. How has your Sunday been, please? It's been wonderful. We had two wonderful services in Adenta, and we're blessed very much, uh, actually, by one of your former guests here, the Reverend Dr. Fred Amavenku, who preached wow. today. Say hello to him. We miss him already, just the mention of his name. <laughs> well, you're welcome, um, Doc and um, Reverend Surfers uh, Hewood Amate. We know that relationships has been the very foundation for the family institution. Um, we have all kinds of things that comes with it, the challenges that confront us. And uh, Reverend Dr. Setrinomi, you're welcome, as I said, but let me also begin with you while you're still catching your breath on the first, for the first time on the program. Um, what are relationships? When we say relationships, let's begin. What is relationship? Thank you. Relationships actually stem from God's own uh, desire for people not to be alone. So right from the book of Genesis, we were told that, uh, and God saw what he has created and indicated that it was not good mm. for anyone to be alone. And therefore, right from the very beginning, created someone to be a companion, mm. uh, both in terms of sharing life together and also in doing the tasks that uh, the first human being was expected to do. So relationships have always been there. But prior to it also, the picture we receive is God had a special relationship with the human beings he created. And he did so in his own image so that that relationship can be there. So relationships are very much internal to who God is and what God expects of us. That's basically what relationships have been and so for these thousands of years it continues to be the bedrock mm. of human relationships the basic relationship of uh, husband wife mm. of uh, parents and children mm. of co-workers at work of friends of schoolmates it takes all these for life to be what it is i mm. can imagine if people were in little boxes 
and feeling so long as I'm doing my own thing, mm. I'm all right. I can imagine what a terrible world this would, would be. Like, so yeah. uh, these these are some of the rudiments of what relationships mm. are. We learn from relationships. We grow through relationships. We benefit from relationships. We give to relationships mm. in such a way that those we relate with can say they've had some value added mm. to their lives because they are in this particular relationship. Thank you very much, uh, Reverend Doctor. Uh, just a follow-up. Does that suggest that God is the author of relationships and then he has uh, a manual or is laid up, I mean a laid down set of uh, regulations that we should follow in order for our relationships to be successful? Certainly the first part of your answer is a yes. <laughs> God is the author of relationships. Mm. Not I refer to the first couple of chapters in Genesis. Yeah. That was very clear. Mm. And God himself is God in relationship. Mm. The three persons in one. Mm. And has chosen... Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yes. The, the Trinity itself is, 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 is a sum of, of relationship. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And uh, has chosen to relate with human beings when he said, let us create man in our own image. So mm. God definitely is the author. Mm. Now, uh, one may interpret he's got a set of rules that people must follow mm. in different ways. So that's not just that straightforward. Mm. Yes, uh, we do have the standards by which God would like us to follow. But we are not like robots mm -hmm. who are kind of uh, pulled to follow this, this way or pulled to follow this other way. Mm. Um, human beings are a sum of our feelings, our thoughts, and so many other things that go into it that uh, the are things that we control mm, in those mm, relationships. Mm, so mm. it's not like a simple, there's a laid ABC, down yeah, that, uh, rules no. that if we follow Automatic them, everything it, is yeah. fine. Mm. Uh, in some cases, even one may even follow those uh, which we think are the laid down things and still feel, and I think I'm jumping into the other parts, no, no, that's but, okay. uh, don't, and, don't feel, and still feel disappointed in the relationship. I mean, what, what yes, exactly. Mm. So, um, so it's that, that's why I'm reluctant to say yeah. there is a yeah, set okay. of rules mm. that one just follows, and, and that's okay. okay. Just to still, sorry, I'm still on you. I have to go on the uh, other panelists, but then because of the way you have uh, set the ball rolling, it appears like my questioning seems to be following up from your. Uh, uh, submissions. Uh, so to a certain point, uh, to a certain degree, we agree that there are some laid down um, principles or rules or regulations to follow, just that it may not apply. Now, how is that related to our unique makeup? Because like you said, uh, somebody may follow a certain uh, line of rules or regulations and it works for them. For another person, it doesn't. How is that related to our uniqueness? Okay. Yes. For one thing, as Christians, yes, the basic um, standards that we have mm. are in the Word of God, okay. are in the Bible, both Old and New Testament. And yes, that's what we are called to follow. Once we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and He's the Lord of our lives, mm. He leads the way. But as I indicated earlier, human beings are these sets of unique feelings and thoughts and sometimes 
when one professes to be a Christian and one is face to face with a particular challenge in life, uh, it's not like going to the bookshelf and mm, taking this yeah. way of behaving <laughs> to deal with the situation. Uh, the uh, actions sometimes come uh, spontaneously, mm. and that's because we are human beings. Uh, makeup may be informed by the situations through which we grew, mm. our parental home, how we lived, how situations are handled there, the schools we went to, the circumstances in which we found ourselves. Mm. Some people find life so much on a silver platter mm. that they've never faced a challenge before. They face a challenge in a relationship <laughs> and they may be Christians, but the way they handle it mm. is different from somebody who has had the hard knocks in life mm. and mm. still faces the same thing. Using the same Bible, they may come to it through a different way. Mm, mm. Thank you very much once again, mm. Reverend Dr. Um, Setri Nyomi of the, uh, the District Pastor of the EP Church Adenta. Um, uh, let me, I don't know if it will be right to say because we have been here all the while and suddenly <coughs> yeah. my producer just calls my attention to the reality of yeah. the fact that uh, exactly one year tomorrow yeah um, which would then be today since it's sunday yes because we started it's on amazing. sunday um bible and Saman is yeah, one, one year old i should be saying hooray to you oh no no we, we give God the glory and <laughs> on our one and on the first anniversary we have a special reverend minister yeah. here so it's yeah. an endorsement we'll, maybe we'll, we'll get some cake next week our producer should say that some cake and some water yes i'm sure we'll be we'll, we'll be uh, Oh, consolidating yeah, our relationship. Oh, yes, yes. Know. And then, it's okay. been good for me too, anyway, to be here. Uh, you get challenged to study more, to be more open-minded, you know, to... You don't come with what you know in the past, but with what is relevant today and what God wants to do tomorrow. Mm. So it's been beautiful, and I think we also want to say thanks to um, the leadership, Simons, Bernard, the other leadership here, and to all of you guys. Um, our producer has been very great, very Phenomenal. fast, always fast Phenomenal. on the draw. And of course, the host. So I think we, we're grateful for the for opportunity. Yeah, Thank having you. a mic before you regularly should never be taken for granted. Mm, mm. And we will always give an account for that. Yes, yes. Thank you very so much. On that uh, note, yes. thanks a lot. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> then, then let me ask from uh, Reverend Dr. Setri's uh, submission. Yes. God has been the author of relationship and almost his existence itself yes. is a reflection of what relationship is. It's God the Father, Son, and then the Holy Spirit. What a perfect relationship that uh, he seeks, seeks to portray so that we can emulate from. Right. But uh, zeroing in onto what leads to marriage. Yes. Um, from Reverend Setri's um, submission, God began by saying, it is not good for the man to, to be, be alone. Yes. Therefore, I will make him a help meet yeah. for him. Um, is this the very premise upon which marriages, all marriages should be uh, found, founded? Yes, that should be the premise. N nothing else. Nothing. You cannot rise higher than the spirit divine. So yeah. that should really be the focal. And you know, it, it, he created us. Because we told God made man, I mean, He created us, and then in His infinite wisdom, of course, there are theological, you know, permutations to that. But the summary of it all, the sum of it all, is that God says it's no good for the man to to be alone. Good, not that is to say that I made him, 
his mind in every sense of the word. But what you see is the beginning of what I intend to achieve. It's not the end in and of itself. Mm. Exactly. So, so God made us, and it's in the unity. It's in the coming together. Uh, Doug just alluded, mentioned reference to the ultimate relationship between Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He said that's also a relationship there. Mm. So he comes to a level, and the design is that the man and the woman will be together, uh, because he says, I'll make, uh, I'll make and help meet. Um, that word actually means suitable, appropriately suitable, perfectly excellent. So that was the plan. Meet for him. Meet, appropriate for him. So there, yes, that's God's plan. And the, uh, of course, sin came in and Jesus, God dealt with that and ultimately through Christ. But... In looking at it, because Doug mentioned about, you know, the fact that God has planned for, God has planned for lives and we also have to be given. And I liked when he mentioned that because I've been thinking today about the disappointing relationships and I've been really zeroing in on giving. I think majority of our problems rise and fall because of giving. Mm. Every relationship that got better got better because of the way giving plays as itself out in it. And every relationship that deteriorated, equally deteriorated because of the way giving played itself out mm. in it. That, for me, is central to everything. That the relationships can be there. That is also why you, A can have a bad relationship with C. But then again, mm. Q mm. can have the same mm. good relationship with A. Mm. So, mm. it's and then also, of course, it's about how we communicate. So I think that in looking at disappointments today, uh, in, in the relationships, the flagship for me is our understanding of giving in the relationship mm. because it is where we all mess up mm. most of the time. Giving. Yeah, the giving, giving thing. Because you see, we don't understand giving. Mm. See, in, I, in fact, you've mentioned two things. Yes. Giving and communication. Communication, now, yes. Let me just um, find out from you. Yes. Who does the giving? Because we know God is the author yes. of the relationship. Yes, Did God give something and at a certain point were those who are in the relationship supposed to be giving something? Well, I'll give God a rest tonight. I'm going to look more at the man and the woman because, uh, you know, I was happy he didn't ask me to contribute to the introduction because he said everything that should be said. So I was happy about that. God has placed this here mm. and we have a responsibility. Uh, he that finds a wife... Mm finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So there is a human element in the finding. And when you find, you find only when the lady also accedes to your request and agrees to go with you. But what I meant, the communication I mentioned is actually rooted in the giving. See, because what I have seen, and you know, when you work with human beings, even in the job place, as social friends and everything, our biggest problem is our understanding of giving. I think two weeks ago, I referenced to um, electricity, and I said that good as in good intention as we are, mm. electricity has fundamental rules. So you don't assume things. Most of the time in our friendships and our relationships, mm. we assume things. When we are dating, even in the marriage, we assume things, and we build a world of defense and anger because we feel we've never been treated right. Mm. Let me give you a quick example. Let's say there's water. I have a bottle of water. Mm. Or maybe half, glass, half bottle, of water. Okay, bottle of water. I have a relationship with someone. Mm. 
or I want to build a relationship, the person wants water. First of all, basically, I have the the reason I have this water with me is because I'm going to need it. Yeah. So if you need water, and I give you all the water I have, I've given it away. Yeah. I might be certain that I have another one coming mm. because it's something I need for my core existence. Mm. There's a difference in doing between that mm -hmm. and then having water, enough water, giving you a measure of the water that I have to assuage your thirst. In assuaging your thirst, I don't render myself thirsty mm. by helping you out. Okay. But there's also another scenario where I give to you and then I'm in need. And when I'm in need, I'm like, I'm having a relationship with you. Mm. So I give you. So give back to me. So those are two different Atrisic. scenarios. Yeah, altruism. It doesn't really dance that way because if I had, I may not have picked what you have. Mm. In other words, I'm just saying that if we want God to be there for us, we must let God be our everything to begin with. Mm. And then out of the flow of what God has done to us, we can be of a better blessing. We have a situation where people have lack in their hearts and in their lives. There's a part in every area of our lives that only God can fill that part. Yeah. We can't substitute God for with him. a man, a woman, mm. that because we want to marry. Mm. Mm. So we must be complete enough. And that is why this day they recommend counseling to understand yourselves to bring somebody to your level or to go to somebody's level. But all this might be called on understanding of giving. One of the things I've noticed is that we assume when we give. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The assumption is that we are in a relationship. So the guy should pay my fees mm -hmm. because I'm dating him. Mm -hmm. We are in a relationship. So it's a duty to see to you that I'm eating my food. We, we assume things. And you find it's when relationships break up. Uh, you see the guy saying, well, I want my this back. I want my that back. And like, but it was a gift. Yeah. He didn't tell me when he gave it to me mm, that mm. you have it because we are redating. And you're going to be needing So I think it's important that we communicate mm. well. I, mm. what, what I believe is that in most of the time when you listen to people very well, they assume things. They feel because he's my boyfriend, he's my girlfriend, he's my husband. We're married. You don't even always assume that because you're married, this is what somebody should do. should do. Because we are looking at life differently. So mm, it's important mm, that mm. we get to understand the place of giving, not just money, mm -hmm. but our time, okay. our effort, our sacrifice. Mm. If you are dating me or I'm dating you or we are married, and when your mother was sick, I went and stayed with her throughout the sickness because you are out of the country. Yeah. If I'm out of the country... It does not equate that That's because my so parents are sick, you should also go. Because yeah. maybe the nature of my work allowed me to do that. Mm. But if you demand the same thing from the person, wow. the question wow. is, is that fair? Mm. Because mm. people mm. can meet us at various areas of our needs and they can make up for things. So it's important for us to start looking at giving because people are hurt, are hurting because they assume that I've done ABC. And I expect X to be yeah. So I think it's important to look at it yeah. and then to open yeah. more communication mm, mm. so that we can come to a very, very healthy understanding. You paid my face in a friendship, 
I finished school. It's a chance that I'll marry you. But when you were paying the fees, you should know it's that we were not married. Easy. It was no it's guarantee. Easy. Exactly. Thank so, you very so much, Reverend Selfers. Hey, with the matter, you've just opened it up, and I'm sure we will be um, uh, taking it as it comes. Dear listener, your dial is still on 97.3 City FM. The program is Bible and Some Man with the Reverend Fred Mark Davis. Well, time check. It is just on the top of the hour, 8, 8 p.m., and I'd like like you to know in 15 minutes we'll be opening the phone lines and you'll be able to reach us i'll announce them when we're about to open them but while we are still having the discussion the whatsapp line is still open uh reverend uh dr setri nyomi from what um reverend um Sefas has said in giving uh is it like um a laid down or is it an acceptable norm for one person to be given more than the other uh does god allow for somebody to be the giver and for the other person to be the receiver or we have to reciprocate how are we supposed to look at giving in relation in fact in married marriage relationships marriage actually uh one of the key features of it is indeed giving, mm -hmm. as has been indicated. It's not a 50-50 type of giving where I give 50% and you give 50% and we are okay. Each person is called to give. Wow. Even if I'm giving 100% and the other is not giving, I'm doing my part. Mm. If the other is giving 100%, she is doing her part. Each of us is responsible to God and also responsible for growing our relationship to be givers mm. in the marriage. The key other word that I think we can introduce at this point is the expectation. Right. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Expecting that when I give, there should be something in return. Mm. That's where often some people fall in trouble. Often there is something in return. Yeah. But it's the expectation of it that makes it a burden on the other person. Okay. And that makes the person expecting judge the, per the other person in light of what is expected, mm. which is not coming. Mm. A uh, marriage relationship or even a relationship leading towards marriage, when one gives and expects something in return, that becomes compromised. Mm. It becomes less than uh, at least a Christian marriage mm. or a relationship leading towards a Christian marriage because it becomes transactional. Mm, 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 I mm. give because I'm expecting this back. And very often disappointments happen because of the play between these two things. Because I expected something which was not coming, mm. I am disappointed. So if it's in a marriage yeah. and that begins to go into trouble, it's often because one's expectations are not being met. <laughs> if it is before marriage and I expect this relationship what I've invested so much time in, what I've invested so much love in, mm. and love is not always quantified monetarily. Okay, okay, yeah. 
uh, after two, three years, mm -hmm. it didn't materialize into marriage. Whether it's the man who feels this way or the woman who feels this way, that's what we call a disappointment mm. because the expectation mm -hmm. was there in the investing mm. that it will yield uh, this. So the, the, the key is to indicate okay. the love that is there so much that I am going to give. Mm. Again, I have to go back to what Christ did. Yeah. Because if it was a 50-50 thing, mm -hmm. no human being will be anywhere. Mm, 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 Jesus gave his all. Yeah. Even when we were rebellious. We didn't deserve it. We yeah. didn't deserve it. Mm. That's the nature of love. Jesus could have said over and over again, I'm disappointed in these people. Mm. Therefore, I cannot give my life, my love. Mm. Or, yes, or my life. life yeah. Yes. But uh, he did not. Yeah. His love goes beyond us. Okay. Beyond that behavior mm. that we were putting up. And that's that's, uh, that's the nature uh, of. Yeah. I, I wanted to. I realized Cardinal would like to uh, come through, but before he does, I'd like to ask. So, is the marriage relationship not transactional, like you said? Is it not because I see us going to, uh, to do the engagement, going to pay for the dowry, expecting this, expecting that, and then later we stand before the altar and we exchange vows and we also, I mean, give our promises and said, I'm going to do this. And the other one says in return that I'm also going to do this. Is marriage not transaction? Because we even sign a certificate. There are certainly legal aspects of marriage, and one can even apply the word transactional to it. Mm -hmm. There are certain norms we need to follow, okay. which are regulated by the government, especially if you are in ordinance mm -hmm. marriage. And in that sense, you can say it is, but it is certainly more than that. Mm, it is more marriage than that. is the coming together of two individuals, two souls, into one mm. to go back to that same word again giving one another mm. to g giving oneself giving ourselves, yeah. to to the other emotionally mm. spiritually and physically in all these senses it includes giving in all these levels and in that sense it's not a quid pro quo it's not that uh, if I give and then you give back, it's I am so committed to you. Uh, I'm ready to sacrifice for you. It's nothing less than agape, mm -hmm. the sacrificial love uh, that Jesus offered us. I'm mm -hmm. ready to live with you as someone who I am committed to from both the man and the woman. And once this is uh, the case, it is something that's not simply a transaction. The, the contractual part mm -hmm. may have been in following the laid down church and government procedures. Okay. It's contractual in yeah. nature. Mm. But it is not just the contract mm. between 
a man and a woman, but it is actually one of the other words that we often like to use. It, it is a covenant okay. in which God himself is a part. And both are valuing this relationship above anything else mm -hmm. that there is in their lives. That uh, whether or not the other will do their part or not, mm -hmm. I will mm -hmm. do my part mm -hmm. because I love. Because I love, and that's yes. the thing would have to be now looking at. Um, Reverend Cephas, you wanted to uh, say something when the uh, doctor was um, elaborating on whether someone should give more than the other. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, <clears throat> you know the, 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 you know, the Constitution was written for sinners. Yeah. So is the Bible. So it, it definitely is good to understand that. But I like it when you use the word expectations. And because it ties into, that is when my, my issue of communication plays now. Because, you know, I said the other day that a person without expectations cannot be disappointed yeah, easily. Disappointed, yeah. However, in relationships, we, there are expectations. The problem is that we have wrong expectations. Mm -hmm. Why? Not always because of the other person. But because we, de we, we don't define what we are about in the relationship. You, I have a very way, simple way of helping ladies to know whether the guy is ready to marry her or not. <laughs> Look, because he may, you may not be the only one a man is dating. And then you may not be the only one a woman is dating. Mm. And I encourage that when people want to settle down, they must date more than one person to know I, each other I, I guess we'll have to give you a little time yeah. to so, explain what the dating is so that in the minds of our listeners yeah i was, about, I, I was, I was just going to add that because you don't know people you understand um even in the family you take time to know you you, uh, you don't just let your children go to a relative because it's ready to stay there because you're traveling you choose where you think it will be, be best for your child based on how you know the people to be. So you have an expectation if you send your children there. You don't just throw them somewhere. So the point I'm trying to establish is that when you start a relationship, take time to know the people you are dealing with. The problem is that it's about the same giving problem. You see, we don't know what giving should be for us. We need to know that. Um, even as, a, as people in the church, you must, you, you, the church you must, is right to let your church teach you the implications of paying your tithe regularly as a member of a church or welfare dues, you must know what it means. So that if you don't support it and you have a, you have a, you have a problem and you, you write a letter and they say no, you don't take it bad. Mm. And you don't write the letter if mm. you know the implications of not paying your dues into the welfare fund. You don't even start by writing the letter because you know that you can do that. Why? Because it's been communicated. And I'm just, I'm, and I'm just adding that, you know, because you, you can... There is a part of it that is contractual, as Doc was just saying. Mm -hmm. You marry, it's a structure. There's a, you go through the process, you are, meet, you are meeting, you know, not just an individual. You met an individual, but you marry into a family and she marries into a family. So that's why the structures are there. In the, and therefore, there's element of contractuals there. However, you can legislate sentiments. Mm -hmm. And I think that is well, where Doc was saying that it's not transactional mm -hmm. in the sense that it's a spiritual thing. It's a holistic thing that you give. And that's why I was saying that you must be full of your God and of yourself so that you can overflow to, to, to bless somebody else. However, in a given relationship, in even in marriage, from time to time, and that is why as a family, we need to talk. When you got married to your wife, maybe it was 10, 20 years ago, mm -hmm. you had some few understandings at the time. This is how you saw life. But five, 10 years later, health, 
circumstances of a job have brought so many changes. Challenges and everything. Maybe when you started in the marriage, she was not working. Mm -hmm. So the agreement was that you do this, do that, and then you drop the kids and she's home. Five years later, she's got a job finally. And then she's doing more. How can you compliment her? Is the rule that you started your counseling with that she will be able to see to the food and the children? And her job picks up around 3 to 7 p.m. And you come at 2 o'clock. So because of what you agreed 10 years ago, you're not going to revise it. That's why I'm talking about giving and the constant need to communicate. To communicate we need to understand the changes well, that come in the relationship. Because we are human beings. We are, it's a dynamic, dynamic thing. Yeah. Exactly. And, and therefore, uh, if as he's, as he's told us or taught us, if you are fully committed and you are doing it as unto the Lord, you are able to open up and accommodate. So two things worry us. One, we don't communicate our problems. Mm. We don't communicate our needs. And it's important that since we know in part, we prophesy in part, and the Bible teaches here a little and there a little, we grow in relationships as well. So, and that is why there's a period to know somebody, date somebody, and you were asking me about the dating. You see, one of the things that, and it's, it's, it's a problem. You, you date somebody, somebody date somebody, that's fine. One of the things that, the biggest problem, 95% of the time, and the biggest problem we, that people face, we mm. face, is um, sex before the right time. Mm. Mm. And you're going somewhere. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying this because it's also giving. Okay. Sex is given. Yes, and that's why I said before the right time. Mm, mm, mm. See, I didn't say premarital sex. Mm, mm. I said sex before, before the right the time. Right time yeah. Because we give things we shouldn't be giving mm. at a certain level of the friendship. Mm. Because we think we are trying to show somebody a commitment and all that. But Doc was saying that there are guidelines mm, mm. in things we do. Yeah. So if you meet somebody today, is it the right time to show him where your bank account? Is it the right time to tell him secrets about your family? How long will that friendship last? What, what private matters in your life should be reserved to share with your husband or your wife? That in one big relationship, we shared it. When sex comes in early mm. in relationships, there is always a level of blindness because mm. it's a very powerful tool. Mm. So you lose your sense of proper track sometimes. So it's important that not just the sex thing, but about giving. You meet somebody today, what can you give to the person? What can you not give? Mm. People are now using all kinds of means to prove to people they love them. We, we lose because we don't follow the core principle that we, we are brought up. We lose because we don't follow so Christian, the core yeah, So quick, to, to, to mm. sum up, this issue about you know, on the internet, people date on the internet, they meet. It doesn't matter. But before you realize, her money is gone. Mm. He's, he's giving her so much. Only to find out that she's having a wedding the following week. So I think it's important that yeah. we, must, we must know why we expect what we expect. Okay. And okay. speak to people. Communicate okay. with the guy. Yeah, yeah, and bring in people who can help us straight away. Mm. Because when you are isolated in a relationship, mm. you lose focus and you expect so much. And that's Especially dangerous. Especially when you give sex. At yes, the time, yes. Uh, when it is too early. Dear listener, your dial is on 97.3. City FM, the Bible is... Um, the program is Bible Answer Man with Reverend Fred McDavis. The phone lines are open now. You can get us on 0302. Two two four nine five nine zero three zero two two three 
0075 and 0202063598. If you have any questions, you have contributions, the phone lines are open now. You can come through and uh, we will admit you immediately. Um, Dr. Nyomi, love you mentioned earlier on you know and i'm sure that once uh, we are talking about the marriage relationship uh, love plays a very very important role but uh, what are some of the roles that love plays in a marriage relationship love is uh, one of the pillars mm. of a marriage relationship um that's what attracts two people to one another to start with mm. And very often when that love is left at the level of because you are beautiful, because you are handsome, because you are thoughtful, because you are wise, or because you have resources uh, that I need and so on and so forth, when it is only at that level, it is not strong enough in a marriage. Uh, or if it's just because you are sexy, uh, it's not strong enough in a marriage. If that love can move to where you are the one that I want to share my life with. Oh. And no matter what oh. you become, I am with you all the way. That is the quality of love that sustains a marriage. That has to do with a commitment. It's gone beyond that of feelings. So when the feelings fade, it is that commitment of I love you no matter what, that, that sustains a person. And I always, in, in counseling, I usually want to see the uh, couple come to a place where their love moves beyond the simple mm. uh, infatuation with a person or the, because of the beauty and other things that usually stay on the surface to this is the person that I really want to uh, help okay. also yeah. move to the next levels in their lives as well, both male and female. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. I guess mm -hmm. I have my first uh, caller on the line. Hello. Uh, good evening, Reverend. Good evening. Can you tell us your name and where you're calling from, please? C kindly lift your voice up a bit. I can hardly hear you. I am Mr. William. Okay, Mr. Uh, William. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Zebla, Thank uh, you very much, all the way from Zebla. What's, what's on your heart? What's your question or contribution? Yes, I really um, need your help and support for 20 good years now. I have been doing it. And the reference you made from the beginning that uh, in relationship or in marriage, God stated in creation that man must not be alone. I got married in a three, and in 2000, in fact, um, something peculiar happened. So I know that. Uh, whether in tradition, in culture, or in religion, the man is supposed to be the head of the house. And we were members of this uh, habitat program. And 
I allowed her to go for higher training when I was even an enrollment. Can you can you can you make it uh, straightforward and uh, a, a, a bit faster, okay. please? So as I'm saying, 20 years now I've been I've been lonely because they they have been confusing in the heart of who should build to, to, to house school. And in this argument, the uncle nullified the marriage traditionally in our parliament youth house. Okay, in relation to who whose role, I mean, which whose role is what? Uh, yeah, this about whose role is what. Okay. So okay. I thought uh, I should build to house my wife and children, but not a wife to build and house me a man. Okay. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Hello. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, that was William from uh, somewhere in the Upper West, is it? Yes, I think Upper Zebula. Yes. Uh, Doc, I think he wants to know, um, uh, can my wife build for me to live in or yes. should I build for, you know, I don't know how... Yeah, how I think I understand uh, his question a little bit. Um, and it's, it's a clash between the modern and the traditional. Mm, uh, mm, there are certain traditional expectations of husbands and wives. And in the last few decades, there have been some modern things which have also come to challenge that. Mm. And if the two don't communicate well, which mm. is yes, what yes, you are saying, yes. if the two don't communicate well around it, there can be a clash which leads towards the dissolution of the marriage mm -hmm. or disappointment. His expectations that as the head of the home, I should build mm -hmm. so that my wife comes to live in mm -hmm. and it cannot be the other way around is what has led to this yeah. particular disappointment and loneliness. Mm -hmm. And if he's still on the air, I, I feel for you, my brother. Uh, but for all other people dealing with relationships, it's very important first to ask ourselves, what do those words mean? Mm, mm. To say I'm the head of the home what as the man, really mean, what does yeah. it mean? Is it meanings that culture has given it? Mm. Or uh, how, how do I live as that head of the home how do i practice for example the verse that comes directly after it husbands love your wives mm -hmm. as christ loved the church which does mean that i'm going to need to listen to my wife mm. in her needs as well and see ways in which even if i should sacrifice which is what jesus did for the church if i should sacrifice I will do that. Mm. And sometimes in decision-making, that's where it all boils down to. So in this particular case, I'm not in their situation all right, but it's possible that in the discussion of where to live, they could have listened to one another more. Uh, this husband not only using the word around being head of the home, mm. but the word around loving okay. as Christ loved the church mm, thank you very much but let me okay i wanted to okay is a you know first of all individually we all have to work on ourselves we all need a complete mind shift 
about what we were brought up to believe mm. and be more in line with what God teaches. Because as Doc has just said, he see, he didn't just say the head, but he talked about the next one, the love. Mm. So you have to combine the two. Yeah. But here's the funny thing about God. You see, a wife is an investment. <laughs> what you put in today, you reap tomorrow. Mm. And fortunately, because seed time and harvest does not cease, you can always make the corrections. Mm. If a woman led in the building of a home, and from day one, you really, the love is there and you work together and supported each other and understood and also given a room because um, you can't tell everything that will happen tomorrow. Mm. So if a woman is also surging forward up, because I'm almost in, uh, in deducing that there is this woman wants to make something happen for the family. Mm. And then you feel that you should do A, B, and C. And probably with the financially speaking, that means it's not there now. Mm-hmm. But if you have been understanding and accommodating enough, loved her enough and encouraged her in everything she was doing, and now through your prayers and your support, and you're pushing her to do other courses, doors are opening, you are, you are certainly showing your leadership. Mm-hmm. And mm. you must absorb it mm. because she can't throw it away. She has children. And nobody's going to live forever unless Jesus comes to town tomorrow. So I think that we, it's not so much for me, the woman mm. or the man, as it is that individually we must work on ourselves and deal with issues. Mm. Work we on ourselves. My brother, the same woman you battle with over there, who should build for who? When, you are, when your body breaks down physically, and you find yourself in bed for the next six months. Are you going to say you are the head? So shouldn't be taking no. bad bathing for you? Yeah. So we yeah. need so to we need come to, to terms. On ourselves. And I many guess times, what, many what, times, it is the third-party voices. Okay. Who okay. aggravate the marriage situation? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll right. go there. Many times it is the third-party voices, but more importantly, we need to learn to work on ourselves. Just as uh, Reverend Sefas have yes. said, wife is. Um, an investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me come back to what I wanted to ask when you were, uh, Doc, I mean, Dr. Nyomi, when you were talking on the, I mean, relating to what, uh, what role that does um, traditional thinking, cultural practices, does it contribute to disappointment in relationships? Yeah. In every culture, not only our own here in the different cultures we have in Ghana, uh, in every culture, culture has a lot to do with marriage, mm. even the way it's contracted. We have our traditional marriages and we have the wedding. These are all yeah. cultural mm-hmm. givens. And in all of it, what we need to understand is those things that are in the culture, actually most of them come to help us. Mm. Right, exactly. But as Christians, we also have the word of God uh, to direct us. So when the culture diverges mm. from the word of God, that's when we say, here I stand. I use uh, the word of God yeah. to, to go forward. Mm. But values such as in Ghana, when you marry, is two families that are uniting yes. together. Yeah. It's a wonderful thing. It even helps mitigate against some challenges. The same value often makes the third-party issues come in, yes, where yes, sometimes exactly. families come in to, to indicate that uh, somehow 
this one is not good enough for you and wow. so on. So culture wow. does play a role. Wow. But the wow. word of God culture. must be yes. more of our more. lead. Yes, we must always exalt the word of God above culture and tradition. Well, my time is way, way uh, up. But um, uh, let me just give us third, one minute each, uh, beginning with um, uh, Reverend Cephas. Well, okay, just a short one, just to add to this. I think that um, the change is shifting more on the side of women's rights and men opening up to them. It was a failure of church leadership that women have gone through what they've gone through over the years, that they didn't step up, up, the, the, you know, up the plate early enough. I think that men must have a bigger bigger hearts mm. and see the wives as partners. And women must also understand that honor for the man is fantastic and it helps us. So let's work together. We are in this together. So let's just support each other and accommodate each other's each shortcomings other, yeah. and make the best of the situation. That way we glorify, God is glorified Thank in our lives. Thank you very much, human rights. I mean, woman rights. Um, Reverend, uh, I mean, Reverend Dr. Nyomi, please. Two things. Uh, I know that disappointments can be very painful. It feels like a wound. Uh, but yes, there is healing that is possible mm. uh, when the two are able to work on it. Or even if it means, for example, before marriage, breaking apart, mm. it is possible to have a different life after. But once you are in a relationship already in a marriage, it takes the two and it takes being clear about one's expectations. It goes to the, expect uh, the communication, good communication. Mm. But yes, I'll emphasize so much on the sacrificial love, which gives mm. and gives mm. and gives. And it does come to receiving that gift from the Lord Jesus Christ mm. and reflecting it. Thank you very much, Reverend Dr. Um, Sitri Nyomi, uh, the uh, district pastor of EP Church Adenta. Thanks for coming through. And uh, Reverend Sefas Haywood Amate, congratulations. Uh, we yeah, are one year. year old, and we thank God for uh, my producer, um, Reverend um, Mauli Chikata. Thanks so much for all the input you have been making and the assistance, I mean, technical assistance that always comes from our studio uh, technicians. And this evening we are here with Theo. Uh, Theo, thank you very much. Well, while we leave here, I wish I had a little time to go through what I've penned down, but the uh, writer's project is coming. And after that, um, a few other transmissions and then Jojo Bediako will come your way with beauty for ashes. Reverend Fred Mag Davis is my name. Do have a wonderful time. Keep your dials locked up here. And uh, early tomorrow morning, we'll come your way again with uh, This Is Your Day. God bless you.